0: In short, right, there's lots of inspiring examples I can point you to, but I hope you start to think about like, yeah, you know what? You're right, Tyler. It is really all about what makes people, what really connects with them, right? And a hyper focus on resonance absolutely is a game changer, right? Create what your audience wants, know what they desire, know what they deserve, and you will win in your content game. Do not start with what do we want to make. Start with what do they deserve and what are they actively looking for. And then reverse engineer your content strategy from that. And the great thing about resonance is it's not just about the topics. It's not just about is it relevant, is it valuable, is it timely. Those are all important. But truly resonant content, it's also about the format. right? Is it a video? Is it a podcast? Is it what? Is it entertaining? Is it interesting? Is it high energy? All those things built to make highly resonant content. And we have to evolve our thinking of our content strategy to factor those in. right? The format, the style, the the face of it, all of those matter now just as much, the tone, as what we're saying and what channels we're saying it on. And this last point here, number three, folks, when you create highly resonant content, it leads to reactions like these. right? People saying, OMG, I simply can't wait for your next post. Your next newsletter, your next piece of content, right? My peers will love this. I have to share it. And my favorite is when people respond back and they say, You get me. Even better if they say, You complete me, right? But is your content stimulating those kinds of responses, right? Is every one of your posts getting absolutely ravaged in engagement? And if not, you're not winning yet. You may not be failing yet, but you're not winning. Resonance will get you there. My final point on putting this into practice. The way I would encourage you to start, and what I talked about here earlier, is focus on your audience. Just step back and say, Are we creating content because it's what we want to say in the formats we're comfortable putting them out in? Or are we creating our content for our audience 110%? Are we doing what they really want to engage with? Right? Take cues from YouTube, from TikTok, from great podcasts in your community, stuff you're jealous of, and say, Well, I can do that, right? Because if you don't, you're going to be left behind. And finally, your success metric is engagement. Stop getting excited about clicks and vanity metrics. Engagement is what it's all about, right? And there's ways to measure engagement on all the social channels. Our watch time on our YouTube channel is astronomical. 10-minute videos get an average watch time of seven minutes because we focus on audience resonance and doing what we think they really want. So I will end here with my uh, final quote, my key takeaway, be the brand that people tell others about, not because of your product, but because of your content. Be that brand that people are like, you got to check this out. And they're like, oh, is their product awesome? You'd be like, oh, do they have a product? I didn't even know. Their content is amazing, right? Be that brand and your product will win, assuming it's a decent product. And that is a quote from T. Lassard Resonancia Third uh just recently here in 2022 Gary what do you think resonance over everything uh,
1: uh amazing bud, P- preaching preaching to the choir here um you know breadcrumbs <sighs> from day 1 has been focused on building a brand that resonates having a voice that's engaging creating content that people are waiting for yeah. um so in- entirely agree at Breadcrumbs, super easy to do. Three co-founders, early stage company, we all agree, yeah. we can we can make those bets. Vidyard, little bit of a bigger beast, right? Lots of bigger organizations out there. How do you make the case, right? Like this is one of the challenges, like even with traditional kind of brand advertising. Yeah. Everybody's focused on the ROI, everybody's focused on the direct line measurement. How do you make the case for something like this?
0: Well, I think there's there's two things. I think first and foremost, there is getting alignment around the power of engagement within content, right? And that's not that difficult to, to do in in many cases. You can put things very clearly in front of executive teams and say, like, would you rather, you know, three thousand views or two thousand shares and likes and comments? But that's a little bit superficial still, because at the end of the day, number two is you still need to have paths to conversion in order to feel confident that this is going to have a business impact, right? As much as I like to say, trust the process, there still needs to be that backbone. And in our case, as an example here, where we focus so much on this, it's helped us grow the community really, really fast. And so checkbox number one, lots of followers, lots of subscribers, lots of engagement. But then the questions come, well, how are you going to convert those people into paying customers? And what we do is we intentionally have um, we have a newsletter as a call to action for all of our content. We say, if you like this, subscribe to the weekly newsletter to get the best of the best from SalesFeed and Vidyard in your inbox every week. And people are like, I'd be silly not to sign up. Why? Of course, why wouldn't I? And now the newsletter is where you can start to weave in product uh, product uh, awareness, right? So in the newsletter, we always have a, this is brought to you by Vidyard, the coolest way to send videos, Right. So having that conversion path and then being able to track that over time becomes really important and you got to make some bets on it. Um, But I think that's a really important piece of it that you do need to think about.
1: Yeah. And I guess so like Anita is following along and she, you know, she checked out the page and 30,000 followers on LinkedIn, her reactions. Wow. Really impressive. Those that is impressive, especially like for a B2B brand. Like, have you been able to convince people of the value of the audience inherently? Um,
0: In some ways, and that's also where it is dependent on who you're convincing, right? I'm, I am, frankly, I would say I am blessed to have a CEO that inherently believes in this strategy as well and is very much aligned to. If we can build an audience of highly engaged people who want to be a part of our brand, the conversions will come, and we're not going to be able to track them all. Uh, Very much so, right? And so he believes in the power of community, he believes in the power of engagement, and I think implicitly understands those things. Um, In parallel, though, we have other executives where, yeah, we need to be able to track and monitor those things. So our our LinkedIn following, right, more more exciting than the number is the, the engagement we get, right? The number of reactions, comments, and those sorts of things. But still, we look at how many of those people convert to a newsletter subscriber, And how many of those do we believe we can convert into a customer downstream? So you still have to have that um, sort of formula there to be able to show people um, so that there is an understanding, at least when they say, oh, and you brag, you go, oh my gosh, this piece of content had like 5,000 reactions. People are like, well, why does that care? Right? Well, you've got to make sure they know, oh, I get it because that's going to get more people engaged. They're going to discover the newsletter and eventually sign up for our product. So you have to make that that sort of funnel clear for everybody. So when you do get excited about the top of funnel, they can understand what that means in terms of what's the conversion possibility actually look like. So being really transparent about that is still really important.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. Listen, Tyler, one of one of the one of the pros of this format is it's quick, it's snappy. People really are enjoying that. One of the cons is I have like five million other questions. And everybody <laughs> else does as well. Uh, one of them would be like. Hey, how do you get started, right? Like if you've been, you know, if you created this SEO content focused machine and now you're trying to make a pivot, how do you do that? I'm sure people want the answer to that question. We're not going to get it now, but um, maybe you can let people know how they can reach out to you if they do want to have this conversation.
0: Yeah. Hit me up. Do I have a slider in this? Nope. Just Q&A. Hit me up on uh, LinkedIn. So LinkedIn, find me, Tyler Lassard Bidyard, connect with me. Feel free to DM me. Any questions, I'll probably send you back a quick video with an answer. Uh, more than happy to, to do that. So, yeah, just connect with me on LinkedIn. Send me any questions you've got. Happy to chat.
1: Awesome, Tyler. Thank you so much. Thanks, everyone, for joining. We're going to take a quick little break. Uh, we're going to be joined by Massimo Aragoni. Interesting topic. Uh, you stay tuned to learn more. Uh, Tyler, thanks again. Thank you.